few times every year, we like to have someone that is not me or Pastor Ben be here to give the sermon. We think that that variety is beneficial to everyone. And we are pleased today that Pastor Don Fallis is here with us. Many of you will remember Don from his time as an interim preacher here at the, in the first half of 2017. He was with us for about six months and just formed a lot of deep friendships and meaningful relationships here. Uh, Pastor Ben and I both have been very blessed by our connection to Don, and we're glad that he's here with us today. So I'd like to call up Don Fallis. Thank you, Pastor Clayton, and good morning, everyone. I'm going to leave Pastor up here a, a, a little bit because we're going to read the text uh, together. Um, he'll, we're going to read the whole of Matthew chapter 2. The Advent theme is bringing peace, and we're going to read this text, and then I'll make a few comments about bringing peace uh, to Advent. So we'll go back and forth. I'll start, and Clayton will follow. Jesus was born in Bethlehem and in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his stars, it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of the religious law and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote, and you, O Bethlehem in the land of Judah, are not least among the rulers, ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up. Flee to Egypt with the child and his mother, the angel said. Stay there until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet. I called my son out of Egypt. Herod was furious when he realized that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A cry was heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up, the angel said. Take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel, 
because those who are trying to kill the child are dead. So Joseph got up and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus and his mother. But when they learned that the new ruler of Judea was Herod's son, Archelaus, he was afraid to go there. Then, after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. So the family went and lived in a town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what the prophets had said. He will be called a Nazarene. Well, I love these vignettes here because they're filled with challenges, aren't they? Just like your life and my life. I was driving back last week from Wichita, Kansas to see my mother, um, who is in pretty good physical health, but her mind's basically gone. Well, my dear sister has taken care of my mom. My mom's lived with her for nine years. So my sister's one of these angels. Really great. But now my sister's ill, and she has some mass in her brain, and this all came to light while I was out there. And I thought, boy, do I need the peace of Christ. I need wisdom. I had all kinds of emotion, just like you do. And, boy, what do I do now? And as I drove back, I just was silent for a long time. And I thought, oh, I'm desperate for the peace of Christ. Because life just comes right at you, doesn't it? Just like it did in this passage. These astrologers, these wise men came to Jerusalem. And you know what's intriguing? Herod was upset, and the whole of Jerusalem Remember when Washington was upset, the whole of Washington? Was it 10 years ago, the tornado? Has it not been 10, has it? Six years. Do you remember the emotion that you had? Do you remember some of the emotions? Oh, yeah, I remember very well. Peace, contentment, <laughs> tremendous joy that morning. Mm-hmm. Fear, puzzled, confused, desperation. More painful emotions than positive. The whole of Jerusalem was upset by this. Wow. Life just comes at you. I was talking with one of my good friends who is uh, the head ER doc at Carl Hospital in, in, in Champaign-Urbana, level one trauma unit. <clears throat> she said, every day of my life, I see Christians, people of other faith and no faith, respond exactly the same way. She said, you know what that is, don't you? I said, yeah, shock. She said, you got it. She said, life comes right at you. It comes right at you. And what is the Holy Spirit saying to the body of Christ? How will we bring peace during Advent? Advent means coming. We're ready for Christ. And we have all manner of emotions. I I work with pastors all throughout the Midwest. And I had an interesting meeting this week with a pastor who is really in conflict with his congregation. Imagine that. (laughs) He said, it's really pretty simple. I said, simple? He said, yep. I don't like them, and they don't like me. Well, there you go. Where is the peace of Christ when we are in these situations? 
So here in this great story, these magi come, and Herod, who does not want to be tricked by anybody, is scared. The whole city is scared. And the Lord intervenes in all manner of ways, but specifically with dreams. And I wonder what dreams the Lord will give you to give you peace or to give you wisdom. I've been talking with this long-term worker in the Middle East who, who works in Muslim countries undercover. And he's telling me of all these dreams that Muslims have of Jesus. And, he, and Jesus says, I'm, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Oh, what do you make of that? I said that to him. I asked him, what do you make of that? He said, I love it. He said, the Lord is still working through dreams. And so I love how this story starts when the Magi come and they've been told, this is the place, we're to follow this star. And Herod, who's completely bamboozled, says, boy, let me know all about it because I'll come and worship him. Well, we read the story. You know that's not true. I mean, what happens is the dream is re revealed spare lives. Not all lives are spared. But Joseph and Jesus' life is spared because the dream comes to Joseph in the middle of the night. Maybe the night after the Magi left. You get the feeling it's pretty close together. They're warned, and then in the middle of the night, Joseph and Mary, I, I guess still in Bethlehem, not in Nazareth yet, they're told and they flee in the middle of the night. Imagine being a dream. Use your imagination here. You have a dream in the middle of the night, and you've got a little tiny infant, and you, and, and you say to the mother, I have a dream, an angel said, we have to flee now. What emotion would you feel? Oh, tremendous peace. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm so content. I love to get up at one in the morning with my infant and flee to Egypt. <laughs> I don't know. Fear? That's the one that comes to my mind. Fear. Well, yeah, that'd be pretty normal, wouldn't it? And then imagine the people in Bethlehem the next day. Maybe the young mothers she's met. Who liked Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus? How did they feel the next day? Where did that family go? I don't know. I saw them last night at 10 o'clock. They had watches. <laughs> I saw them before we went to bed. They, they got water for the morning. They're gone. Ooh. Troubling, isn't it? Where do you think they went? And then... Uh, Imagine when Herod, who finds out he's been tricked, what does he do? He sends his soldiers to kill all those who are under two, two and under. What emotion. Imagine that. I mean, there is no sorrow like losing a child. None. None. And here he's... These, these babies are killed. And one of my brilliant pastor friends said, you know, Bethlehem was very small. There probably were just very few who were killed. I said, well, it could, it could be. Um, 
Maybe if you, had you been there, it would have been your son. So I'm being a smart aleck, wasn't I? And he said, I get your point. Thank you, I said. But into that, here his family's already left in the middle of the night. Now the soldiers come and kill the children. Ooh, it's gripping, isn't it? And you think, what do you say? What do you say? What do you say to the, your children in Jerusalem when the Magi come? What do you say to the families who lost people? What do you say in your life to your wife, to your husband, to your spouse? Peace, goodwill toward men. We desperately need the peace of Christ to reign in our hearts. We need the kingdom of God to come. And in Advent, we long for it. We, some really long for the kingdom. We say, Lord Jesus, where, where are you? What is taking you so long? Please, Lord, come back and set your people free. Let history come to an end. Let the, let the final consummation come. And so we long for that. And we do celebrate the coming of the Christ child, and we long for that because that is the true story. And, and we romanticize it a little bit. That's okay. And, and I'm, I'm kind of a hopeless romantic. But, uh, and, and we sang one of my beautiful hymns, favorite hymns, Silent Night this morning. We sang that, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I always sing that, and I love it. It reminds me so much of my youth. But I think in terms of this story, we, we should sing violent night, holy night. All is not calm. All is not well. And you may say, and boy, does that depict my life. So here I have this wonderful sister who uh, I'm closest to. I'm, I'm the second of five. My older sister has, had my, has been with my mom, and oh, she's just... My sister's just a gem. Not perfect. No, no human is. You know that. But now she's ill. And oh, I am just, I feel scared. I feel puzzled. I feel confused. I feel desperate. And her son, who's a brilliant kid, has made some really dumb, dumb decisions, and now he's in prison. Right now. And I think, Lord, you came to give us peace. What do I do? How do I bring peace? How do you bring peace into the season of Advent? Well, I think the third way we feel the coming of the Lord, we do it. We desperately want him to, to bring the final consummation. We are grateful for his birth. We like that Advent. Well, we also need to ask him into our hearts. I stand at the door and knock. If you will let me in, I will come in. Do we not need that? Do we not need the peace of Christ that passes your understanding? I pray that for you. I hope that for you. I'm counseling another pastor right now who's in desperate conflict with his elders. As I said earlier, I'll say again, imagine that. And he needs to really be courageous he feels really peaceful about, 
he, he, he called me this. He said, I'm really feeling peaceful about a decision I've made. I said, what's your decision? He said, I have decided I need to confess my sins and repent. I said, well, may the peace of Christ flow. I hope it does. I think he's going to do it. He's been defensive. He's, he's been right. He said, I've been right for a year and a half. I'm tired of being right. Whoa, I said, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere, man. That's right. We're getting somewhere. And, and don't you give it to, to, to Joseph, who just believed. He, he's an honorable man. But boy, he hung in there, didn't he? He hung in there not only then, but later. I mean, he gets to Egypt, and we were in Cairo. And there's a little place in Cairo, in the old Cairo. You go down St. Mark's Church, down all these stairs, down, 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 into this, into this kind of well. And, and, the, and the guide says, and right here is where they hid. I thought, well, okay. My wife said, closer here than in Champaign-Urbana. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Um, but Joseph had another dream. You can go back. Herod's dead. And he goes back, and what does he discover? His son, Archelaus, is here. And what did he feel? Did he feel peace? No, he was scared. I was, I was talking to my wife about this. She said, why didn't, the, why didn't the angel of the Lord just say, go straight to Nazareth? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's many things we don't know, right? Lord, we need your peace. But then he was told to go to Nazareth. And away they went, and they raised him. And, and Luke, Luke, who's the great historian, says, and, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature. It was rather nice. Well, is that the whole story? Is that how the peace came to them? Because Mary's the one who had a child out of wedlock. And she left. And we know that Joseph was just such an honorable man who was going to divorce her. And he kept the woman. Do you think there were not story after story after story? You know that, many of you know it in your own family. My own mother was born out of wedlock. Yeah. And until I was way into my teens, I heard the sort of the, I heard the glamorized version of it. And then grandpa and grandma adopted her and she was sweet. And look at her in this dress. And it was really great. And, and that's why we really love the good old days, son. Let me tell you, men and women, you know this about the peace of Christ in your life. The good old days never existed. Right? If we could just have a Christmas like we used to have. I said that to my wife, and she said, yeah, the time that Uncle Ernie used to come home drunk on Christmas Eve. Those were the good old days. Amen to that, sister. Mm -hmm. You know, don't you? So what, where, where does that lead us? How do, how do we bring the peace of Christ? Well, you could pray for good dreams. Lord, give me a good dream and show me what's next for me. Let the peace of Christ reign. Whatever I need to do, and he may do that. Some of your peace may come, some of you may need to make matters right with people. Family members, friends. If you have something against your brother, sister, family member, leave your gift there on the altar and go and do it. 
right? Don't sit there in the sanctuary and sing all those Christmas songs and try to be all religious. Don't do that. Leave it. Go and make peace. I don't know what happened between you and, and me, but I'm sorry. Will you please forgive me? It's the man I was. It's not the man I want to be. My peace I leave you. Not as the world gives peace. He may be calling some of you to courage. Some of you need to make peace in your own heart. Well, I assure you, brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. God gave you a spirit. I'm not really sure when you got it, but you have one. He knit you together in your mother's womb. You're a real person. And when you surrendered to Christ, he entered your heart, and he lives there. And that spirit enables you to live in peace, to fight the battles, and to, and to find peace. I love this whole service, this peace that passes your understanding. We followers of Jesus believe that the peace of Christ, which passes our understanding, will be with us. So I assure each of you, the Spirit of God lives inside of you. Make good decisions. Right? Like Paul says in Romans 6, how do you keep from uh, being a slave to sin? Become a slave to righteousness. <laughs> make good decisions, then you won't make bad decisions. The Spirit of God will help you do that. You can trust Him. Trust that God loves you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. So it's easy to lean on your own understanding when you're scared, isn't it? I bet some of you can look back six years ago and say, when that tornado happened, we were right here in this church. Boy, my little brain went off. And I said, trust yourself, trust yourself, trust yourself, trust yourself. And I get that. You, you get that. And, and, and usually our instincts are pretty darn good, aren't they? But man, I'll tell you, I don't know what to do with my mom and my sister, who's really ill, and my nephew, who's in prison. Oh, Man, I sort of want to go to the land of numb. Oh, it'll all be fine. That's not in my town. That's way over there where my relatives live. I'm doing just great. I sort of want to go there. And on the other hand, I just want to weep and say, come on. You know, that's the first part of Advent. Lord, I need you to come and redeem your people. And you all feel that, don't you? You all have your own, your own, your own issues. So... I say that the Lord is going to, the Lord is, will make all things new if we surrender to him. If we surrender to him, he will make all things new. And I think during this season of Advent, we can become people of peace and people who are reasonably happy. I just want to be happier than I've ever been in my whole life. Friends, it hardly ever comes in that color. Right? Reasonably happy in this life. Eternally happy with him forever in the next life. So I, I pray that God will give you courage. I, I believe the Holy Spirit who lives inside of you is ripening, is ripening the fruit of peace. And that he, he's going to give you peace in your soul. He's going to give you courage to confront people and let the peace fall, follow from that. He will be with you. You can, you can trust him. 
You really can trust this Holy Spirit that lives within you. He's not, he's not going to throw you a curve. He's going to be with you. Yeah, but it's, I feel so much conflict. That's right. Because our battle is against rulers and authorities and powers of this dark world and spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. The good apostle said, i gotta, I got to leave you with this. It's just true. Right? The Holy Spirit is here, friends. He's not the only player on the field. And you say, but I, I don't like that. We get that, don't we? We, we? we don't like that either. This world is not our home. And we are awaiting the coming of our next home, Advent. So be of, be of good courage, men and women. Be strong. Talk to people you need to talk to. Talk to yourself. Let the Holy Spirit do his work, and may the peace of Christ, which passes your understanding, may it come to you this Advent. And may God's kingdom come, and his will be done. Amen.